Hello, I'm Alex. And this is Amy. And welcome to I'm So Overthinking, the podcast that's basically just a communist fan club. <laughs> yes, it is. Wow. That's exactly what it is. Today, what are we discussing? We're talking about the capitalist pigs that live in America. Yes, and everything about them. We're just going to trash them completely. If this goes big in America, please don't nuke us. <laughs> please, I'm asking so nicely. I don't think... Uh... Well, are we getting cancelled? <laughs> like Piers oh, Morgan. Wow. Oh, Piers. That was... I, I was so excited to wake up this morning and see Piers Morgan have an absolute fit and then walk off his own show. Yeah. Delicious. We just went to the different... Like the wrong country. Not on purpose, but I think something that's on everybody's minds at the moment is... It's Harry and Meghan. Harry and Meghan. I saw... Who live in America, so maybe we're not that off Yeah. Course. They lived with Tyler Perry, who is so American. Medea? <laughs> you didn't know you lived, they lived with Tyler Perry for like three months? No, I did not. Was, oh, wait, yes, and it, it was a thing because he paid for their security. Yep. I still need to watch the interview. Anyways, we, we digress already. That was a <laughs> That was terrible. impressive. I think that's on your record, actually. <laughs> um, what, what would you like to talk about America? Well, what, yeah. why are we discussing America specifically and not any other country like our own? America is a superpower. I think that's pretty... You can't argue that. So they have a large sphere of influence around the world. And anything that happens in America affects us. And I think I don't think that's an overstatement, especially American politics. Um, like People are like, oh, I don't care what happens in the election. That doesn't affect me. It, it really does affect you, especially in a developing country as our own, because they have a lot of laws and a lot of trade deals that are either good for us or bad for us. So it is important who runs the show there. It is. And also, even just in social issues, I think the rest of the world is so good at Americanizing themselves. As as proud as we are of our own culture, we're very, very good at, like, you know, idolizing the Kardashians and yes. McDonald's <laughs> and stuff like that. And when we get caught up, like you said, in an election, it's not just because we're trying to Americanize ourselves, though that is, like, maybe a part of it. But it's really because there are serious fundamental issues that are controlled and understood through the Americanization of everybody else. Exactly. And all the TV shows and movies we watch, they're all American, mostly. And now you get that kids are growing up in South Africa that have American accents. Literally, my friends were banned from watching like sitcoms, such as Hannah Montana and iCarly because they would pick up the accent and their parents would be like no this is gross never do this and they'd want a pair phone and <laughs> I, I wanted a pair phone who didn't pay pad it was so inefficient yes like people are complaining about the notch on the iphone 10s and onwards I imagine have just having a pear shaped <laughs> freaking electronic parabola device. shaped whatever mm. but um i think you know, there's that tweet that always goes around whenever something's happening in America that says that they are a third world country in a Gucci belt. Yes. And they're just the dumpster fire that we all enjoy laughing at sometimes, even though the the issues do get yeah, quite serious. We laugh because we're scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I think especially in South Africa, we have a really good sense of humor for disaster. Yes, because relatable content, I it's guess. It's true. Um, what bothers you the most about the US of A? 
Mm. Oof. <laughs> I quite like their national anthem. They do, yeah, especially if Whitney Houston sings it. Yes. <laughs> and not Mariah. <laughs> that was offensive. Anyway, I think just the... There's division in every country. And yes. there's division between people regardless um, of what they believe in or where they were raised or where they were born. But I think the the notion of the American dream and that idea that you can arrive in America and be accepted and treated equally and like become successful from hard work is all bullshit. Yes. Because the people who run America are all these, you know, white guys in their 50s and 60s who don't really care much about immigrants. Although... It was built on immigration. Literally built on immigration. And now the richest man in the world is in fact an immigrant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that. Good on Elon. Um, yeah. I'd say what bothers me the most is how they pretend to be the greatest country in the world when they very much are not. Mm-hmm. Sure, they spend a lot on their military. More than the next 20 countries combined. Which, which is, is a choice. Good for them. Uh, at the cost of not providing free health care to their citizens, which is something that a lot of, basically every other developed nation and even a few developing nations, I mean South Africa, provide. And they they just decided to forget about a human right. And I was like, let's go shooty shoot in the desert. <laughs> shooty shoot in the desert. Yep. Um... They are way behind in literacy rates amongst developed countries. They are way behind in like social equality. Just all of these things that actually make a good country, they are not. Yeah. And that pisses me off that they pretend on the 4th of July. Oh, I saw this thing one time. I think it was on TikTok. And this, this woman was like... <laughs> <laughs> She, she was in New Zealand, and it was 4th of July, and obviously they don't celebrate it there, but all of her friends were cognizant of the fact that it's a big thing in America. So they were like, casually, oh, happy 4th of July, wah, 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 we know it's a big thing. And she was like, yeah, you guys don't have any of this shit we do, we got freedom and stuff. In New Zealand? And then the New Ze- she said the New Zealanders looked at her like, we have everything you have and arguably more. Are you not embarrassed? It's very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have some family friends from New Zealand and oh, yeah. uh, Okay. <laughs> and one of them works in Kiwi. Mental stop, I'm trying to talk about something serious. Mental health care. Oh. And it's free and very good and accessible. And I'm just like, wow. That's amazing. That's insane. But like, I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about the romanticization romanticization of veterans? I I can appreciate that they did give a sacrifice up for their country, but in the sense that a lot of them fought for a very unnecessary things, especially in Afghanistan and Iraq. Vietnam. Vietnam. Oh, Viet. Don't get me started on Good Morning Vietnam. That's a that's, that's a, a good very, movie. Very good movie. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, they, they basically were willing to give up their lives for causes that they didn't understand and that the government did understand and knew it was like all fake propaganda. They just wanted either oil or to influence a different country that's closer to the Soviet Union. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Mm. It's because, I've been thinking about it because Barack and Bruce Springsteen have a podcast. I don't know if you've listened to it. Barack Obama and Bruce Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen have a podcast called Renegades, Born in the USA. You know, like, born in the yeah, USA. You know the song. Okay, so um, it's a very good podcast. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But there was the topic of the war came up. Mm. And basically, Bruce was drafted because he dropped out of school because he wanted to do music. But then if you're not in university, they have to take you to the war, right? Mm. So he was drafted along with some of his band members and he went and he filled in the form and he was like, I have a head concussion. I don't <laughs> like he just listed a whole bunch of things so that he wouldn't pass his exam and he wouldn't have to go fight in the war. Mm. And I can imagine that admitting that as a man of his generation is probably kind of tricky in some spheres because they'll be like, oh, you're a coward, you know, yeah. or oh, you didn't want to fight for your country or you didn't want to give this up. And it was it was really interesting to, it's very interesting, you should listen to the podcast, but the way that Bruce explains his views on, you know, fighting in this unnecessary war and everything else involved, it's just fascinating to see how the the veteran thing is very, very big. And Barack himself, not admitting that he's a war criminal. <laughs> which um, he is. Which he is. Um, was talking about how he liked that instead of, you know, because in the 60s and 70s, it, you know, the hippies were like, no war, mm. make love, not war, Pacifists all that, putting flowers in people's guns. And giving them a Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Barack was, was very excited about the fact that people can enjoy veterans and what they've done and then didn't really talk about anything else. And I was like, okay, Barack. You know, veterans can board the plane before everyone else. Yeah, and they go to the front of the line at McDonald's. Like, that's... Yeah, just what? for wearing a hat that says, USS <laughs> West Carolina. USS West Carolina? West Carolina? I don't know. West? <laughs> Adam West? <laughs> There's definitely a North Carolina and a South Carolina. Everyone forgets about West Carolina. I hope at least one American listens to this podcast one day. Yes. And on decides our, that on West Carolina stats, is real. Mm-hmm. On our stats, there's one person in America. I know who it is. <laughs> there's a spider behind you on the wall. There's a really big spider on the wall. I kind of like its company. Mm. We shall call you Tiffany. Anyways. No. <laughs> Okay. Uh, how do you feel about states and the, the states? Yes. Okay. Wait. Can I can I give my mm. idea? So America is a very big country, and because of that, it is very difficult to run everything from a central place. I mean, it spans three time zones. I guess four or five if you count Hawaii and Alaska. Um, so obviously you need to break it down into more manageable sizes, like how we did at Boys and Girls, like with the houses. Oh yeah, I guess. To make it easier. 
So they have 50 houses and they call them states. <laughs> so I think it makes sense for the running of the country, but I think in some sense the states have too much power. And the fact that like one state for example, can say, okay, gay marriage is legal and everyone who lives there can get married. But then you can just hop across the border into a different state and then all of a sudden you can't get married. They don't recognize your marriage and all of this stuff. And, yeah. and you get these super liberal states that are basically like California that tries its best to provide its citizens with... Marijuana. Amongst other things. <laughs> but like socialist ideas that are... Um, Ooh, socialist is the bad word in America. <laughs> yeah. but, but like good things that help citizens. Uh, but then you go to what's a very conservative state? Tennessee or Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> You're the only ten I see. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden they they don't care about anyone or anything. They just want to make money basically. It's insane. I also, with too much power in every state, you think about the electoral college, right? Ugh. And you think about that outdated, like, racist idea with all the all the chats about voter suppression and that kind of thing have become so prevalent, mm. especially in 2020, obviously, because election and Black Lives Matter and, 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 and. And it's kind of... it's It's hard to think about the the power structures involved in oppressing people and choosing whose voice is worth the most mm. like that's crazy to me that your vote means more in one place than it does in another do you know about gerrymandering like what it is Mm-mm. so you know voting districts like that decide where you can vote and where like to which polling station you go or whatever yeah so in america the districts are like drawn on the map by the people that are like running everything so if like a republican is in office and like the state is run or the county whatever is run by republicans then they draw those voting district lines and then gerrymandering is the process where they manipulate the borders to suit their needs Mm. and I'm just trying to think back to the YouTube video that I, <laughs> that I watched about it. So basically, what they'll do is they'll draw these very, like, irrational borders that, let's say, they'll group all of the Democrats into one voting district, which means they don't have any influence in the other ones. Mm. And then the Republicans basically control the whole rest of the state. So they sacrifice one county or whatever district... Um, for the sake of having more control over the rest of the state. I'm just quickly going to show you a photo of gerrymandering. Just to show how crazy the borders are. We're sorry. <laughs> we can't show you photos on the podcast. <laughs> but still, that's insane. And it's it's crazy that the people who are in power get to choose that kind of thing. Exactly. In other countries, and um, they there's an independent body that draw these voting bo- like borders. Um yeah, there's no photo. What the heck? See, that doesn't make sense. Guys, it looks like a fish so, or something. So instead of like a normal border, which is like, like a square, like a square or a rough circular oblong shape, this thing is like 
meandering between different you can like see on the map it's different suburbs in the city and it's like stretching out into little spokes obviously to group um the big thing is they try and group black people who vote majority democrat into one group it's so blatantly racist and it's also it's only easy to group black people together and democrats together because of the whole history of segregating um, neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You know, here in South Africa, we had the Group Areas Act that still affects that kind of stuff today. But we don't have this kind of thing that makes some people's votes count less. Because, I mean, you can see that when you, like, here in this suburb, there will be, like, a predominantly, say, like, DA vote. And in others, there'll be, like, predominantly ANC, predominantly EFF. And by saying, oh, this DA territory counts more for the votes it's just it's just ridiculous and it's so obviously racist yeah wow i didn't know that yeah it's it's bad bad i I saw another video the other day you know vox Mm -hmm. i watched one of their things and it was they were in some rural rural town in the south and the town didn't um like the part of the town that was majority black didn't have working a working sewage system mm-hmm. and there was raw sewage everywhere and like the sewage like um, dam was overflowing and it was going into people's yards and it genuinely looked like it, it, it's not the thing you imagine if you think American is this prosperous oh, yeah. country it's, 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 it's sickening but what's worse is the part of the town that was majority white they, they everything is fine so they're just ignoring the black population. How Also, how can you be a white person in that neighboring suburb being like, ah, oh, living and here your neighbors have this like disastrous sewage problem. Mm. But also it's just, it's, it's really, I don't know how you can be a human person and just kind of deal when your neighbors are suffering. Yeah. So what is your favorite American institution? Hmm. Hmm. That's a, it's a loaded question because there are so many. You Good. can say anything. <laughs> I think the one that I find most interesting is like this, this like their science and like their the tech companies. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a huge Apple fan. Of course. And NASA, and they have some brilliant scientists. I do that, love these some space program stuff. Yeah, I mean. Artemis, the new moon program. Mm. Gorgeous. God, I love it. Huh. And yeah, because they are a well-off nation, they can provide money for research into those things. And because they are so capitalist, big tech companies can just get bigger and bigger. Yeah. And SpaceX, um, for example. Oh, grew so quickly. Mm. It's amazing. What is your favorite in the American institution? <laughs> I'm going to have to go with country music. <laughs> she really said Blake Shelton. <laughs> I, uh, I worked with someone. Working nine to five. <laughs> Tommy Cotton is my favorite American. Anyway, that's besides the point. Oh, that's a good question as well. Yeah, we'll my favorite American. Yeah. So I worked with someone who, you know, when you work at a shop, like you can play music. So he would always connect to the Bluetooth and play country music for our whole five and a half hour shift, which was, in the beginning, I was like, what? But by the time he stopped working there, I really started to miss it because 
I just got so used to this whole like my truck broke down my girlfriend left with my dog Ford Ranger <laughs> Ford Ranger <laughs> pickup truck farm it was just very it's it's a genre that I I will not listen to in my spare time yes but when it comes up you are grateful yes for the ambiance yeah the ambiance exactly the ambience <laughs> Can you do a country western accent? Well, I can gosh darn try. <laughs> well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. <laughs> uh, you can't make me ugly laugh on the podcast. <laughs> I really like those like slangy things. Wait, well, I... well, dust me a flower and call me a tater tot. I'll be... <laughs> I wouldn't walk across the street to piss on him if he was on fire. (laughs) I'm horrible at accents in general. Wow. I also like the word skedaddle. Yes. (laughs) I say y'all a lot. Yes. But only in text. Yes. I'll never say how are y'all doing, but in my my WhatsApp, I'll be like, hey, guys, what are y'all doing tonight? Exactly. And I think it just, I like it because it stops me from saying you guys. You eyes. <laughs> There's no nice contraction for you guys. There isn't. And it's also, it's a very gender neutral term. I can just say y'all and it means everybody. So I like you that. All. He's so cheap, he wouldn't give a nickel to Jesus riding a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, I want to read more of There's one more underneath. And then you, I don't know what it says. Wait. I made these notes a long time. <laughs> He couldn't find his ass with both hands in his back pockets. <laughs> oh, actually, I changed my answer to my favorite American institution. Yeah. Um, Southern Gospel. Yes. I want oh. to go to a black charismatic church in America in the deep south. Yes, La- With a cookout. <laughs> I always think of Bubba from Forrest Gump with his different types of shrimp. And then after Bubba died, Forrest went to go sing at their church and he was so he was so cute. I just uh I think about I think Medea mm-hmm. got me into like liking the whole church vibe and I just wanna shout out Hallelujah. What I else? have never seen oh, a single Jesus. second of Medea. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It is it has been nice providing you with this entertainment. And we Amy are... is gonna I'm gonna pull up Pierce Morgan right now. I'll watch. I will, I promise. Um it's just never something I got around to doing. I think of Sister Act though. Sister Act Diary of a Mad Black Woman is it was a cultural reset. I'll go reset myself at home then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, what were we talking about before I... Country change? music. Oh, yes. Um, the States. What's your favorite state? How did we diverge from the States? Anyway, my favorite state... Hmm, I've never been to America, so I'm just like trying to feel the vibes. Um, Montana. Hannah? I don't know. I've, I I mostly only said Montana because Hank lives there. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Hank Green lives in Montana. 
and it's very beautiful and snowy mm-hmm. in the winter, which I I'm into that. I want to see the snow, and I I would never live in like Florida. You crocodiles uh, and this Trump. Sm- yeah, exactly. You he lives there now. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I've heard that Montana is kind of a little bit on the left swinging side. Yeah, we'll we'll say that. Um, which is good. Because I, yeah. Like Miley Cyrus. That's very, that's, that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I, I like Wyoming. Wyoming. Because I think like three people live there. <laughs> Max on a good day. <laughs> Shout out to the three people who live in Wyoming. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I just like it because it's like a cute state because nobody, it's it's the least populated. It's true. Nobody thinks about it. They just farm. Yeah. So I'd say my actual favorite is like, I like Washington, mm. the state. Mm-hmm. Not, <laughs> what does the DC in Washington DC stand for? The capital. <laughs> Did you just come up with that now? No. <laughs> that really got me. I was like, oh, what does it stand for? Um, <laughs> what does it stand for for real? District of Columbia. Oh, I knew that. Mm. Hmm. But yeah, I think Seattle. It's, I think of like pine trees and... Cherry blossoms as well. Yes. A lot of the um, big tech companies are like either found there or they... Like Bill Gates lives in um, Seattle. Jeff Bezos lives there. Uh, I just think it's like a nice state. But it rains and it's on the lot. Canadian border, so if you get tired of the US of A, you can just hop over to get some healthcare or whatever. <laughs> healthcare? I thought you were going to say like maple syrup, but healthcare, yes. Canadian bacon, which <laughs> Spencer from iCarly taught me is just ham. I also learned that from Phineas and Ferb. Oh. Yeah, so. I guess it's a thing that they have against. Can, they have a thing against Canadian bacon. Um, I would too if it was just ham. Hmm. No offense to any Canadians. Honorable mention to Hawaii. We love Hawaii. Because, shame, they they were basically a colony that just got absorbed into the US. Like, Hawaii is far from the continental US. I didn't realize how far it was. far, far. And shout out to Alaska. Apparently, 16% of Americans think that Alaska is an island because of the way that they see it on the map (laughs) without Canada. Alaska is the biggest state what? Mm-hmm. Biggest state in America. No, you lie. Isn't it Texas? Uh, I was to black Jesus. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> on a Well, bike. butter my butt and call me a biscuit. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's I thought huge. it was Texas. No. It's huge. Do you think there's going to be a Texit? It is con- unconstitutional. According to the Constitution, Texas is actually allowed to break up into five different states without federal permission so they can just on their own decide hey we're gonna we're gonna year how in five different states <laughs> but they're not allowed to secede from the union why that's very civil war-y just old-timey laws yeah it's unconstitutional for any state to secede but why because they're american but what about the western they need cape? some freedom <laughs> the western cape can join the usa i'm sure they won't say no <laughs> Which, like, American city do you associate with the Western Cape? 
Is it more like no, California Cape or, or Cape, Cape Town? Town? Well, I guess, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say LA. Mm. I'd say more... I'd say San Francisco. He's very Cape Towny. Mm. All right. Barring the lack of a bridge. I've been thinking... Don't they have a bridge? The Cape, Cape Town, Town Bridge? <laughs> they have a mountain. The Helen Zilla Bridge. <laughs> Helen Zilla won mayor of the, or mayoress, I guess, of the year in 2008. I was going to say, was this recent? <laughs> no, when she was mayor of Cape Town. Mayor, mayor of, of the like, year. Like, she won, like, in the world, she mm-hmm. was crowned best. In the world? Mm-hmm. Mayor of Cape Town. But That's Rudy wild. Giuliani was also on the list. Who's that? Trump's lawyer, who um. organized the press briefing in the... A parking lot between a sex <laughs> shop and a crematorium. Yes. That, that was amazing. He was mayor of New York in the 2000s. And he did really well, actually, for the well, city. Yeah. But then he went cray-cray. And he organized a press conference. <laughs> that was the best thing to have come out of the election. Mm. I mean, aside from Trump losing. There are lots of things. But organizing a press rally in the middle of a sex shop. And it's um, I love it so much. Alrighty, but with that, I think we're going to have to sign off because according to my Spotify dashboard, it says that people only listen to like 33% make it to the end of our podcast. (laughs) But Amy and I have a lot more to talk about. So there's definitely going to be a part two to this. So please stay tuned. And that's very exciting. I would just like to say that if you enjoy our sweet, delicious voices... You are welcome to buy us some sweet, delicious coffee ah, ha, ha. Um, on our Buy Me A Coffee. There's a link in our link tree, which is in both of our Instagram bios. And um, yeah, you're welcome to buy like a question. You can ask us stuff or we can shout you out or anything like that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.